Libra Spheres here. I am back yet again for another live episode. I am so excited. This is wonderful. I actually pulled it off third time. Hey, yay me. Uh, the baby boomer that is new to social media and I am health and wellness, uh, helping others to achieve their health and wellness goals. So I uh, for those of you who didn't uh, hear the first two, uh, <laughs> the first two live recordings, uh, I am the registered nurse that has retired, and I'm out of clinical practice now. But I have 30 years of experience, so I'm bringing to you all of my years of experience to help you to reach your health and uh, wellness and weight loss goals. So, I, although I'm talking about weight loss. I am once again really talking about health because when you get your health in check, your weight will automatically be in check. You, you won't have to worry about being lean because you'll be lean because you're healthy. So those are my, my goals and I'm going to just start by recapping uh, for, the, for just a refresh. To recap <clears throat> the baby steps, we're all going through baby steps with this and I started with the first three steps which were um, just setting your goal working off the clock, and then um, paying attention to your shopping. So when I talk about setting a goal and write it down, share it with someone that's going to help you stay accountable. Accountability is so critical. It's like uh, you if you um, fall off and you have a partner that's going to check you, that's going to keep you um, moving forward. And then the clock, which was um, the, also very, very important, which was the 12 hours that you, that you eat, 12 hours on, 12 hours off every day. Write it down, don't deviate, stay on that, and stay on that, and stay on that. And then my other uh, of the first three was the um, shopping in the grocery store and just sort of marrying up the foods in the grocery store with um, what you keep in your kitchen and your refrigerator. On a regular basis and staying away from putting things in your house that are not good for you and when you want to have a treat have it when you're not at home because then you're going to just automatically eat less of it and so i spent a little bit of time talking about that i want to revisit it every time we talk then that helps to keep you accountable go back in that refrigerator and check to see if you fell off get yourself back up, get yourself back on track again, uh, check what the weight is doing, uh, check how your physical activity is coming along. If you're getting out and doing things with others, uh, don't sit around and um, do nothing uh, when you have free time. Busyness. I'll have to say that busyness is like, you know, very rarely do you find people that are extremely busy, I mean physically busy. I don't mean the, uh, you know, sitting in front of the computer all day busy, but if you're busy uh, and you have activities and things to do, it's very difficult to overeat on a regular, consistent basis. So um, the, the, those are my, those are my uh, key uh, areas that I wanted people to just uh, revisit every week, revisit it. Did I do that? Do I have a partner? Am I watching what time it is? It's 10 o'clock. I can't eat anything at 10 p.m. because... I started at 9, and so my 10 and 9 is 
that would be an hour over um, my, my 12 hours. And the other big thing that um, we spoke about, which is um, really my passion to get this message out to, to people, is that sugar is not your friend. Sugar is an addictive substance, and the more you consume of it, the more you want of it, and it attacks your body in a horrific way, and you were marketed to consume so much of that so that you come back for more and more of it, and it's not about your health, it's about marketing and business, and try to keep sugar out of your diet as much as you possibly can. So I wanna, let, let me just um, make sure I'm clear when I talk about sugar, what I mean. The sugar that's, that you find in uh, fruits and vegetables, sugar that's in your milk if you drink milk or uh, dairy products that's on the label of the food products is an acceptable sugar in moderation. But the sugar that's added sugar, it's an ingredient on the package of the packaged products you buy and it says added sugar, sugar. Uh, pure cane sugar, the powder stuff, the white stuff that you buy in the bag, which no one should be buying in the bag and keeping in the house. That's the other thing. Do not buy bags of sugar. Do not buy containers of salt. That is not necessary to have in your home. There are so many herbs and spices that you can use to season your food without that, that you really shouldn't use that at all. Now, Sugar is an addictive substance. I said that. And I'm going to keep saying it until everybody understands it because it truly is critical to your health. Most of the preventable illnesses that we suffer with are connected with our nutrition and the way we eat. And that is, sugar is a key component in that. So the, the, um, the amount of sugar that you consume every day uh, you should not have a consumption of more than 10 grams of sugar in, in any added sugar foods that you consume every day. And so I know that that sounds like I'm being really uh, strict, but I really truly want people to understand that sugar is not good for your body at all. It's not just about the weight. While weight is important, you, you, you want to understand, but the sugar, the the goes through your bloodstream when you consume it, does nothing but harm. Type 2 diabetes is real. Type 2 diabetes is something that uh, is preventable. And type 2 diabetes is unrecognized in about a third of the people. Uh, the last report from the CDC, in the statistics, it shows that a third of people who have um, uh, diabetes don't even know type 2 diabetes don't even know they have it and so you get sicker and sicker and sicker and you don't even know that's the problem that it's the sugar and if you gradually try to uh, consume less of it your body is going to respond so what I suggest to people who have had a sugar addiction for ever and it's an addiction, we don't like to call it that, but that's what it is, that you should try, um, uh, I'm gonna say a brand, I'm gonna say a name, uh, Stevia, only because that's the only one I know that is a natural product. It's not a chemical uh, uh, toxin that's produced. Uh, and it actually doesn't taste 
like artificial sweetener at all. You can use a very, very small amount of it. And I'm only suggesting that for people who feel like they absolutely cannot go without adding sugar to something, whether it's your oatmeal or whether it's your coffee, whatever it is, uh, your tea, whatever it is, try using that instead of the powder. If you're someone, so here, here are the people who I'm talking to right now. If you are someone who buys powdered sugar when you shop and you keep it in the, in the house and you have a sugar dish on your counter, but you don't think you're diabetic, you think you're not, maybe you, maybe you aren't, but you still have um, health problems. If you don't have them now and you're consuming that, you will have them as you age. So young people, understand that you're not going to see symptoms from the things that you're consuming in your body. You're not going to see negative effects of it. You're not going to see signs of early aging. You're not going to see your skin and all those things that age fast until you get older. But it'll be too late because you've consumed all those things. So what I'm saying, I'm speaking to those individuals to say to try stevia. If you are someone who does not already um, add sugar to things. You do not need to start with a substitute or anything. Continue to consume your foods naturally. If you eat vegetables and fruit that have natural sugar flavoring in it and that sugar flavoring is enough, then don't add anything else to it. For example, I like oatmeal with bananas or oatmeal with apple and I use unsweetened uh, almond milk with that and there's no added sugar except for the sugar from the fruit whether it's um, bananas apples blueberries whatever you add if that's how you can consume your vegetables and you are not already addicted to the sugar continue to do that if you feel like you are addicted to the sugar and you cannot stand <laughs> the taste of your cereal, your coffee, your oatmeal, whatever, without adding some sugar to it, try stevia, just a tiny, tiny bit of it. Um, you can find the uh, uh, extract in the powder form where you just, it, it, some of the packages will come with a little tiny spoon with it. And that is absolutely all you need. And that is the equivalent of two teaspoons of the regular cane sugar. So I really want people to get away from buying products and having them in your house that have cane sugar. If you want to be healthy, if you want longevity, not just longevity, but healthy longevity, there is a difference. Uh, again, I come from 30 years of, of nursing, 30 years of health care. Um, I have worked um, public health I've worked all hospital settings over those years, and most people who struggle with these problems have bad eating habits that they've acquired over the years, and it gets worse over time. And I know that you cannot um, just abruptly stop once you've started doing that because it's an addictive substance. They made it that way so you could become addicted to it and continue to buy more. It's a, not a very pretty, nice thing to say, but it's the truth. It's the truth. The truth is 
the substance that you crave is the sugar and it's there to make you crave more so you buy more. They, put, they make the aroma that, that you want to come back to buy more, the smell, the taste. And so if you are at the stage where you need to, you know you need to stop, you want to get healthy, you know you need to be healthy, you're going to gradually make that change. Those people make that change by stopping adding sugar and using the substitute in place of it when you can't tolerate the fruit. And then gradually try just the fruit. Your taste buds will change, but you have to gradually work your way out of it and work your way off of it. Now, the other thing that's a, a trick that, that, that people don't pay it, may miss is that um, sometimes people tell me, I've had patients that tell me they like um, dried fruit in these packages that have dried fruit. They think it's healthy because it's fruit. You need to eat real fruit, fresh, whole fruit, fruit that has not been modified in any way. So when you eat dried fruit, the sugar is in a very high concentration and there's no water, there's no fluid. That is not good. So I do not encourage people to eat dry fruit. Don't buy dry packaged fruit. If it's in a package, you probably don't want it. Dry packaged fruit is not good. So what you want to do is buy fresh fruit and cut it up yourself. Cut it up yourself and put it in your, in your cereal. The, the other thing is our ancestors worked. We're not used to work. We're used to convenience. We want, every, we want things already prepared and packaged for us. You know, cutting up some fruit and cutting up some vegetables and adding it, making a, a, a salad, that's a little bit of work. We, as opposed to buying something that's in a package that tells you that it has the ingredients. I love the powder packages that say, no, I'm being sarcastic, I don't really love it, but the powder packages that say this is, um, all the vegetables are all in here, so if you don't like to eat vegetables, uh, you know, put this powder in something. No, you need to eat the vegetables, because you don't need just the powdered stuff. You need the fluid, that's, you need the macro and the micronutrients that Mother Nature made. Mother Nature knew what she was doing. When she prepared the foods for it, when she made those, they're colorful, they have a fragrance, they're nice to, to, the, to your palate when you, have it, when you haven't conditioned your palate to, to like uh, the bad things. Your palate, you actually love the taste of them. Once you take the bad things out, you're going to, your, your, your taste buds are going to change. You're going to put things in your mouth and really taste the flavor. Uh, for example, I, I know I, I'm dating myself, but people make um, sweet potatoes in something that they call candy yams at Thanksgiving times. I mean, I grew up in, in that same environment. So what candy yams would have this syrupy thing added to it and uh, it would be, be sticky and you, you um, uh, almost thought that was how the potato was supposed to, or the yam was supposed to taste. 
and you loved it. I loved it when I was a little girl. We would have the, and, but the, the, the plus sign was we didn't have it every day because the things you get on Thanksgiving you don't get every day. So you, it just, you know, so it was a big treat. But um, the, uh, what, the point I'm trying to make, sorry, the point I'm trying to make is that the sweet potato or the yam uh, is very sweet naturally. If you boil it, if you bake it, if you grill it, and don't add anything to it. Uh, you can add a little cinnamon if you like, not the cinnamon sugar that comes in the packages that all that have sugar sugar added to it, just plain cinnamon. Um, you will learn that the, the potato is actually very sweet, but you would not know that if the only time you've ever eat, eaten a yam or a sweet potato is when it's been, quote, candied. <laughs> and candy yams or the marshmallows or things like that have been added to it. So take the sugar out gradually and start trying to taste the food. Give yourself time, be patient with it, and you're going to notice that you're going to start liking the flavors of things that you didn't even know had flavor. It, it requires work. It's going to require work. You're going to have to consciously uh, buy things that require you to cut things up and, and test things and taste things. Um, and the, the, the things that you were doing that didn't require work were designed that way so you wouldn't have to work, but you would spend more money and you would hurt your health. So I don't want to go on too far on, the, on my sugar soapbox, but everybody who knows me knows that I'm passionate about getting people to understand that what you consume, what you put in your body will affect your life, your health as you age. Everybody wants to age. Even the people that think they're going to be young forever, you're going to age and you want to age healthy and you want longevity and you don't just want longevity, you want longevity that is quality. I've seen so much in my um, work uh, with patients of people who had longevity with just a multitude of health problems. And that longevity is, is, is just not just to you, but the entire family, because now nobody's happy. Because you're not happy because you're sick. They're not happy because they're taking care of you. And it's all preventable. The percentage of preventable illnesses that we have is all through the roof. We, we, we um, spend all of our resources on treating things that are preventable when we could have just prevented them, and most of it is with nutrition. So um, let, let's recap because I, I don't want to go too far because we're doing baby steps, baby steps. So still having your accountability, following me on YouTube, I can be your accountability because we can just talk every time. And so what's your plan, your accountability, what your weight is, what you'd like for it to be, and also accountability with that clock. Do not deviate. I'm telling you, do not deviate with that clock. If you are somebody who, who uh, get, ha, has to have a midnight snack or you've got a, a, a snack on um, chips and beer while you're watching the, the fight uh, on, on fight night and or the football game, don't do it. I don't do it because that clock 
is critical. You need, your body needs at least 12 hours of downtime where you're not making it process stuff, especially stuff that's not good for you. So drink some water, have, you know, tea. Uh, if you really have a craving and you can't figure out how to curb that craving, I suggest add a little bit of either lemon, lime, or vinegar to a glass of water, just a little, a, a, tablespoon, a teaspoon or a tablespoon to your taste, which you can tolerate, and uh, drink that, and then wait a few minutes. Go back to the game, go back to the, the sporting event, tennis, or whatever you were watching, and see if you can, if you really, really need that. And the other thing is, um, your, your social circle matters. So in other words, if, you're, if you know you shouldn't eat certain things late at night, don't you have, invite friends over who are gonna bring um, uh, fast food chicken and, and uh, bags of uh, snacks and all those things. And because you're, it's, it's very difficult to, to learn to not do something that you've already been conditioned to do. It's, it's, it's the substance is already there. So if you already, if you already have had that taste before and you put the product right in front of you, you're going to want to take, eat more, take more of it. So it's best not to have it in front of you. The work is learning the new behavior. The, the, the bad behavior didn't require work because of the substance that was put in it to make you addicted to it, to make you want more of it. There's no work there. You don't need it. It's like a person that smokes cigarettes. They, it, it wasn't work to learn to like cigarettes. It's work to learn to stop smoking cigarettes. It's because of the addictive substance. Same thing. I just want people to get that. Please get that. If you get that, you, 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 you've reached up a point where there's no turning back now because everything you do, you'll be conscious of it. Everything you get ready to put in your mouth, you'll say, you know what, is this worth my health? And no. Is this worth my longevity? And if the answer is no, then you're not going to. So um, that's uh, kind of what I want to cover for today. And I wanted to, you know, just sort of let everybody know that I'm still here. I'm still rooting for you. We can do this. We can do this together. I am so um, passionate about this message because it's such a message that's missed. We focus on everything else, but we forget to focus on our health. And when you focus on your health, your physical health, your emotional health, your mental health, all of those things are affected by what you eat, even your emotional health, the food you eat that go right to your brain. I'm telling you, it is so critical. Um, so anyway, I'm passionate about it, as you can see. Um, so I'm, I want to be able to share things with you on a regular basis to work us, to walk us through. And I'm having some success with some of my people with their, with their weight loss. And I want to just recognize and acknowledge them, that, that those that have... Um, lost weight, those that continue to lose weight, those that are eating better, you know, uh, those that are eating uh, less uh, processed foods, 
and all of everything that I'm trying to get the message across to you about. Uh, I want to just recognize, acknowledge, and thank you for your um, uh, success and, and progress. And we're going to keep working in that direction uh, until we reach our goal. When we reach that goal, we're going to set a higher goal. Yeah. So that's it for me for today. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining me. Until next time, I'll be excited to see you again next time, too. But until then...